Hi, I'm Intruder Green. You might know me from things like Lucy's, Okeechobee Correctional, and Spotify Green Room. Welcome to the Intruder Green Podcast. It is the, uh, well, the 30th of August. We'll see if I get this out today. Uh, yeah. Anyway, I, I, I'm getting it out before the end of the month. That's, uh, that's something I feel like is probably true. Um, uh, but yeah, I'm stoked on uh, today's episode because, uh, got to catch up with some good buds and, uh, it's, uh, we got the methadones, uh, or like two members of the methadones and, uh, you know, one of them is Dan Vapid and he's done a whole lot of shit that you probably don't even know that you fucking love. So, uh, <laughs> no, <laughs> you know you love it. It's just that you didn't know Dan Vapid was involved. Am I am I talking good? I talk real good. <laughs> All right. Uh. Anyway. Uh. The another thing that's cool about this one is we got a nice uh call in and uh it's uh from this guy here. Anyway, we'll go to the phones. Hey, Intruder Green. This is Jimmy Three Toes. I've been listening to your podcast, and uh, I don't know, you talk a lot of nonsense about the poppy punk or whatever you have. You need to talk more hardcore, something with some balls, you know. I don't want to hear stuff that the kids at the mall are going to like, or like something that your grandmother at her coffee clutch is going to listen to, or some dumb bullshit like that. You need to have some beat down or something that's like hardcore, like mad ball. So, uh, if you don't like this message, you can take it up with me, uh, Jimmy, three toes. I've been working out every day and I got a new flat washboard stomach. And if you want to make a thing about it, I'll crack your head on my new washboard stomach. Okay, guy? All right. Bye-bye now. I don't care about your pizza order either. I ain't ordering that shit. Oh, yeah, Jimmy Three Toes. I hear what you're saying. Um, but the truth is, I've had some hardcore dudes on here. We had Kids Insane. We had my buddy Collins' band. Well, not not his band, but him. He's in the hardcore band. And uh, probably some other ones, too, that I can't think of. And, uh, you know, I like hardcore stuff, too. Uh, but, you know, like I'm not opposed to having that stuff on here. So, uh, you know. We'll we'll uh, we'll see what we could do about getting some of that. I don't mind it, you know. Like I'm into some good hardcore shit. It's cool stuff. Uh, as long as it ain't the wrong kind of hardcore, because there's some real shitty hardcore out there. Uh, it, there's also some like real shitty, you know, pop punk and whatever else. But uh, you know, so I, I'm gonna make sure to get the good stuff. Uh, and it's making me think about it. Like there's some good hardcore bands that I know of that I'm like some more friends with, I guess, that uh, might be interested in coming on the show. So uh, we'll try to have them on. Uh, it's a good idea. Uh, but you should definitely get that pizza and send it to me or whatever. I don't know how that works. I live in Germany, so it's going to be difficult. But I feel like the postage will be worth it. And uh, as long as you pay for the, uh, uh, what do they call it? Uh, immigration tax. Uh, not that. What is it called? When you got to pay for something from another country, there's like a special tax on it. I don't know. Customs. That's what it is. Oh, yeah. And everybody's like, oh, I went and bought some stuff at the airport uh, in the customs free uh, department. And I'm like, okay, did you get some good stuff? Oh, yeah, some some stuff like cigarettes and booze. And I'm like, okay, 
Was it super cheap? No, no, it was just regular price, but you know, you don't have to pay tax on it or nothing. And I'm like, well, I guess I don't know why that's so special for everybody. It just seems like it's a weird thing. But if people do it, I guess it's whatever it is. Okay. Anyway, I want to give a shout out to the producers of the podcast. We got Luke Ellis, Heather Royston, Gem City Sabrina, Sarah Koenig, Audacity Crash Clothing, Chelsea McNally, Cardboard Boss Colony, Carlos Hernandez, and Fast Eddie Knowlton. Uh, if you guys want to, if anybody listening wants to become a producer of the podcast, it just basically means you give me money on Patreon. And uh, you can hit all of that up at intrudergreen.com or go to like patreon.com slash intrudergreen. I think that's how you would get to that. Uh, but, you know, you can always check out the website. And uh, there's not a whole lot going on there right now. Uh, I had a web store going, but I took it down because uh, I just couldn't keep up with it. <laughs> I was so busy. Uh, actually, I wasn't very busy. But, uh, you know, I'm trying to trying to rethink uh, how, how to do that exactly. I got all this stuff uh, that uh, I need to not have around in case certain people show up and... Uh, you know, they're like, hey, this is, uh, you know, re- was reported stolen and uh, now you have it. So uh, that means you are coming with me, buddy. And I'll be like, no, that's uh, wrong, officer. I'm going somewhere else. And then I leave. And then uh, they probably try to get me and probably handcuff me and take me away anyway. So but anyway, I got to get rid of this stuff. I'm trying to figure out maybe I'll start an eBay store or something. Uh, Cause that could be be, be uh, I don't know maybe cheaper or whatever. I just I don't know how to do this. You know, like selling stuff. I'm usually touring. And we just sell stuff on tour, but it's harder to do when you're like stationary or whatever, like paper. All right. Uh, anyway, another little bit of news is uh, I'm gonna be changing the format of the show a little bit. Uh not I don't want to freak you guys out. Uh, and I haven't exactly like figured out exactly how it's gonna work. But uh, it's not really going to be much of a change of format. I'm just going to change the name of the show. Instead of the True to Green podcast, it's going to be called Crime Stories with Intruder Green. And it's uh, it's basically going to be the same thing I've always done. Uh, you know, just chatting with some people I know or people I want to know. And uh, getting some cool stories from them, hopefully. And uh, But concentrating more on the crime stories. Because, you know, like sometimes I feel like, you know, there's a lot of these interview podcasts out there where they're just talking about stuff and shooting the shit and whatever. And some people like are pretty good at it. But I, I also feel like sometimes when you talk, get somebody talking about something uh, they don't normally think about, uh, it can often like lead them, lead everybody involved, like the listener, me as the interviewer and them on like uh, sort of a little adventure and we talk a little more about like the person the person they used to be and whatnot which is important when you're getting to know people like people want to know that about you know, their, their favorite uh, bands and whatnot or even not their favorite bands I don't know probably some of the bands I had on here are people's favorites or maybe like I had uh, somebody else you like I don't know anyway Without, look for that uh, next time I come out with an episode, which will be sometime next month. I will try to get one out as quickly as possible because I already got one like re- almost ready to go. Uh, so anyway, without further ado, I want to show. Hello, this is a prepaid collect call from... Intruder Green. An inmate at... 
Federal Correctional Institution. This call is subject to recording and monitoring. To accept charges, press 1. Where's Pete at? <laughs> I'm yeah. living in the uh, extension of uh, New York, New Jersey called Florida. Oh, yeah, that's real yeah. good. The swamp. <laughs> the swamp. <laughs> yes, right. the swamp. I America's haven't wrestled an alligator balls. yet, but I plan to. Yeah, that's right. Oh, swamp ass is a regular occurrence here. Absolutely. That's a regular occurrence where I'm at, too, Pete. Yeah, where's Dan? Where, where you at, Dan? You're around Chicago um, about area. Forty-five or what? minutes. Uh, what's that? I I thought you were from like the Chicago area. Is that right? Yeah, I, I mean I lived there for like twenty-five years in the city. Was, was born like outside of Chicago, then moved to Southern Illinois about eight years ago. Oh, good. Yeah, we're all originally from there. Right on. But you you're moving south while the world gets uh, hotter. I don't think that's the right move, buds. <laughs> I gotta say that seems the opposite right. of like what you're supposed to do. Yeah, but you know what? It, it it's works working out me. for me. It yeah. works for right. my benefit in the winter time. You see, yeah. So then I don't have to like endure those Chicago winters. Like, oh yeah, you know, Chicago like, winters. Uh, like our other bandmates that still live there, who I feel sorry for because they have to. You know, yeah. we might get a little heat, but uh, yeah. you know. I know all about those Chicago winters. We did our uh, second album at Atlas. Which I know you're familiar with Atlas Studio. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, we did it in the winter time, and it was like, God, I don't remember what year it was, but it was one of those winters that was like, you know, one of the coldest on record or whatever. And uh, you know, all the pipes froze, so we couldn't shower and stuff, and it was real fun. Uh, no, I, I, I actually remember you guys recording that record. Uh, and I think I had talked to Matt Allison and said that he was recording you guys. I think I was texting him or something. I don't remember yeah. exactly what it was, but I was like, I was like, man, those guys have to be really kind of miserable. Like, right. Cause you could not go out. And I want to say like, yeah. Oh man. And if I'm thinking of the right winner, it was like, I don't know, like 20 below or something. It, it was just oh, it, sure. unbelievable. Yeah. Yeah, we made a great. Yeah, I think, yeah, we, we decided we were going to like have New Year's. And then the day after that, like not New Year's Day, but the day after that, we started recording the album and it was just like, I don't know, I got like sick. And then I think during the recording, Blue got sick. And uh, yeah, we weren't going out or anything because it was just too too gross out. And they said we had to go to like the store and stuff to buy stuff, but we couldn't like take the whole van there. So we just would walk. And it, that was terrible. Yeah. And uh, yeah. yeah, good times. Yeah. The worst thing about <laughs> right. I mean, I'm sure you know about this, though. The worst thing about recording in the winter is the way when it comes to doing vocals, it's just you, your voice is shot in like a matter of minutes. Well, you know, the other thing is 
yeah, I mean, I think there's something to be said about that too. But the other thing is, is that there's no windows in a studio, man. Yeah. You know, you can't even see the sunshine. You That's know, right. not that there was any anyway, but like you can't see a tree or like a cloud, nothing. You know, so you're like just in this studio environment, like 24 seven, not leaving, you know, basically being snowed in like the shining or something. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's true. Uh, it sounded yeah. pretty rough. Yeah. It's surprising we didn't all try to murder each other with axes, probably because there was no axes around. But, you know, like whatever. I actually yeah. preferred recording in winter, though, because there's nothing really else to do. So that's get inside true. somewhere yeah. and do something, yeah. you know, because in summer, I didn't want to be. I, that's the last place I want to be is indoors. You know, in summer, especially summer in Chicago, where, you know, it's so rare that you get nice weather. I actually wanted to be outside, you know, yeah. so. No, I'm right with you on that, too. But but with these guys, I mean, they, <laughs> like, they were like in the, the worst winter, Chicago winter. <laughs> and at Atlas. Yo, man, that which sounded brutal. And there's um, nothing around there, so yeah, there's not much around. Store, <laughs> and you know, they, they got the art of pizza across the street. But yeah, hell yeah, uh, <laughs> probably spent about half our recording budget on that, that <laughs> art of pizza. Uh, but uh, anyway, less about me and more about you guys. You guys have been busy lately. Well, at least uh, busy re-releasing, right? You're not releasing new stuff. You're Re you just re re-released an album. Correct me if I'm wrong here. Yeah, on vinyl. I think it's the first yeah. time it's ever been oh, on vinyl. I don't shit. think it was on vinyl before. So That's good. And it's what, 15 years, 20 years since that album came out? I don't I, know. I, I can't. Say, 20. Uh, I want to say it's 15 years old already. <laughs> yeah, probably. It's or one of the years. one or the other. It's either. I think it's 15. Like yeah, you could drive a car. <laughs> <laughs> It could drive a car. Exactly. Or at least get a starting permit. And, uh, you know, you could steal a car anyway. <laughs> All right. Yeah. There you go. Well, that's wonderful. And, uh, you know, uh, I personally have been a fan of, uh, I mean, the methadones and kind of honestly, Dan, any, everything you've been into, uh, including like, you know, uh, yeah, just just kind of all of it. Uh, so uh, I'm excited to have you guys on a, a podcast today. Uh, it's been a while since we got to talk. I think, uh, God, I don't know. We, we probably ran into you guys uh, at a show or something, or maybe really, it was when we were in a studio together. Yeah, it's really been a long time since I've really seen any of you guys. I mean, we played, let's say we played, a, a, ah, man, maybe like seven, eight years ago already. I mean, it's been a while. Oh, yeah. It's and been I a while. Time goes so fast and, and uh, you know, being where I live now, like uh, just sometimes just getting into St. Louis isn't the easiest. I know you have played here in St. Louis, but oh yeah, but I'm about an hour away. And so sometimes that just doesn't work for me either. So it's just like, ugh, you know, uh, but yeah, I would love to see you guys <laughs> again, hopefully sooner than later. Yeah, I would um, love to see us guys too. <laughs> I know we played a fe uh, a Red Scare festival together once. Yeah, I don't know if that was the only time we played together or not. But, oh, I, you uh, know, that's right. <laughs> yeah, that would have been old. a real long time ago. That probably even yeah, longer. I don't know. Well, well, we yeah. were broken up for twelve years. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I thought <laughs> something we like broken. that. No, I twelve years. Been broken up twelve years now. I think that yeah. like maybe five or something. Yeah. So yeah. it was one of the first reunion type shows we did right 
okay. Wait, you you you're broken up now? Are you guys? I don't did know. You guys what break up we, again? Are you just getting back together again, or what? Uh, What's going on? I don't here? know. What are we, Pete? We've done a series a of shows. Not um, a band. We we're still we're still figuring that out. I guess. I mean, I think we're all in agreement that we wouldn't mind making new music together. Um, you know, it's all new, so it's only been a yeah. what, couple months here, two months, like since we played that first that reunion show, and then the one in St. Louis, and then the one in Italy. So. I mean, yeah, we, I guess we'll see what happens. We, uh, I don't think any of us are opposed to it. So, um, yeah, maybe, maybe we can put together some new tunes and see what happens. I don't know. Hell yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. No, I I would love to hear if you had anything to add to that. Um, my, my whole thing is I've told the guys, I said, you know, if the demand is there, I don't mind filling the supply. I just kind of like, if it's a if it's the kind of thing where people are like come one time and go okay I'm done, you know, yeah. it's just kind of there's nothing really driving it then. Then it just kind of turns into like, um, well, like a one and done. But if, if it, it if people are interested in, it, I'm more than happy to to fulfill that that mm-hmm. demand. It just kind of it's just going to have to depend on how things kind of kind of go. I mean, I I love everybody who I play with, and yeah. you know, I like the band and everything, but it's just kind of really comes, you know not to, not to mention kind of beyond all, me i think you know we're we're all quite a bit older now we all have kids well dan and i do we have kids we have other responsibilities jobs things like that so mm-hmm. it's we can't yeah. really just jump in a van for a month anymore you know what i mean so right um you know yeah we'll, it's also we'll have a to weird do it time our way to do that yeah you gotta do well, it your yeah, way too. have it your way like mcdonald's and shit yeah it's a yeah well, i mean yeah, you just don't want to go out there and looking like, all right, dude, we've seen it already. You know, you're beating a dead horse here. You know, I don't want. I'd rather just put out newer stuff if that's the case. But sure, um, you want to be if, excited if, if you're going to do something like yeah, that. Yeah, exactly, mm-hmm. exactly. If people are excited for it, then I'll be excited for it. If they're not, then I probably won't be either. You know, that's <laughs> exactly. usually kind of how that goes. Absolutely that's right. Yeah. Well, the the new albums. I don't know. I, I'm not sure uh, how how long how much uh, involvement with Red Scare you guys have had in the past, because uh, was it Red Scare before? It was more like I, I don't know. I'm trying to think of what label you guys are on now. And I I know I realized I could Google it because I got a computer in front of me, but I would much rather yeah. hear the history, the oral history, as it were, uh, from you guys. Sure. Well, um, I. The first record we ever did was on AF Records. That was Ant- Anti-Flag oh, yeah. Records. That's cool. Yeah, exactly. So we, they had heard the record. They were doing their uh, record uh, underground network at the time at um, Sonic Iguana. And they had heard the record and they liked it one put it out. And that was that. And so they did. Um, by the time we did our second record, they were kind of. They liked it, but not quite as much as the first record. So huh. we said, okay. And we went, we were looking around for a while. Actually, it was pretty tough. Um, and then eventually we got with a guy, um, Stardom Records out in, in um, I think he's in, he's in Norway. Uh, oh, yeah. Denmark. Uh, oh, Stardom. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That guy's Stardom. cool. He, they put on a lot North. of cool shit. Yeah, it's Netherlands. Netherlands. Yeah. He's yeah. in mm-hmm. the Netherlands. Rotterdam, I think, to be okay. exact. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so he did the he did like the uh 
after a while, we were able to kind of hook something up with a local record called Thick Records, and they oh, had pr- doing pretty good, like within the states or especially locally. And then we had Stefan uh, in Europe. We were able to work that out, and that worked out okay. And then, um, you know, from there, then we did not economically viable. And P. Wood label is that on? I think <laughs> in the states that was also on Thick. And I don't know if oh, we right. released it in Europe with Thardom no. or not. I don't think we did. That's right. I don't. I think we only released it in the states and only with Thick at the time, which led to other issues. But yeah, let's let's talk about them. I mean, yeah, what are yeah, issues? I, I, well, for starters, they never gave us a penny. They never paid us, a motherfucker. <laughs> for either record, never, never Thick paid Records never paid you guys. Thick, Thick Records never records. paid us a penny. Never they, paid they, us a fucking red cent. Nothing. No. They're, they're, totally the burned. owner of the label even admitted flat out that he owed us several thousand dollars were his exact words. We yeah. found out later how much we had sold and what he owed. He never paid a penny. And no. then and then he went and, you know, this was before like digital stuff. Oh, yeah. Then he, went and threw it, then he went and threw it all on iTunes without talking to us about it or oh, digital shit. formats. Never gave us a penny for any of that. We eventually no, got, I mean, got it, the digital you know, rights back. And I, I understand wanting to get, you know, the music out, but it's just like, you know, never. I don't believe I ever got a statement. Do you remember getting a nothing. statement ever? We got never nothing at all from them. Not nothing at all. Ever. Nothing at all. Nothing. And, he, and we weren't burned. the only band he ripped off. I'm more than fine telling the world that. Zach and Thick Records are scumbags and they rip bands yeah. off and well, then, moved, from them. And, well, and then what did the asshole do? We like moves to LA and goes and hides. <laughs> exactly. Oh, right? yeah. I mean, well, that's what I got, would do. So, and then he got himself in trouble with the law for embezzling money. So oh, yeah, go, <laughs> go oh, figure. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right well, shit, up your alley. Sh- <laughs> well, I got hey, man. Hey, intruder <laughs> green. Yeah. Get, get the gang and, you know, go rob his yeah, there you go. Go we'll rough them up for us. I mean, yeah, that's the thing. If I didn't like you guys so much, I would probably just say like, "Hey, good job, buddy," to him. But uh, <laughs> you know, you guys are good dudes, right. so I, I that kind of sucks. And we might have to like, uh, yeah, you, maybe we got to go make hey, a, I'm a visit. LA. Yeah. <laughs> Problem yeah. is, every time I get to LA, I see all this Mexican food, and I'm like, oh yeah, that's oh, why I'm here. Yeah. I get totally distracted, and I'm like, yeah, I hear you. And yellow's too. like, hey, what were we supposed to beat this guy's ass? And I'm like, I don't know, but this. <laughs> Burrito is delicious. Fucking, I know, yeah. baby. All right, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, that's uh, that's an incredible story, guys. Uh, yeah. I mean, I, it's I think after that is when we went to Red Scare. Yeah. After yeah. that was when we were on tour for one of those records, and we met Toby out west, and yeah. Um, yeah. he was like, "I'd like to work with you," and we just, uh, of course, you know, and I, I like to tell Toby similar stories about this. So I was like. You know, we just figured he was some other dickhead who came, who, you know, you get, yeah. a, you know how it is being in a band. Like you get a thousand people. I want to put out your record. And you don't know who any of these fucking people are. You're like, fuck yeah, them. Yeah. you're like, yeah, totally. We're going to do this. And then you leave and you're like, fuck that guy, you know, but then yeah, Toby yeah. actually, you know, I have kind I, of I funny story about Toby as I was uh, wasted with my other band in Colorado. Sounds like I, a lot of stories about Toby, <laughs> like the beginning, you know, All right. and I went up to him and I said, uh, I gave him a, I gave him you can have that. Yeah. I, I gave him a, you know, a, a Chicago hug and uh, my kid wants to say hi. Oh, hi. And uh, so so I went up to him and I was wasted. I put my arm around him. And I said, you know, 
Toby, everybody hates you, man. Everybody thinks you're a prick. I said, but you're the only guy who ever paid us. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's right. (laughs) So, yeah, we met Toby. And again, he was, correct me if I'm wrong, Dan, but I'm pretty sure he's the only one who ever paid us. Say what you want about the guy, but he's the only one who ever paid us. Oh, no. I mean, no. And I love busting his balls. But you got to remember, you got to remember, we were on Asian Man as well. And he did as well. Our last oh, see, I, I, my pack's oh, gonna pay you. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, see, I didn't realize. I forgot about that. Yeah, no, yeah, he paid us too. Around. I you never met him though. You saying no, the anti-flag for... guys didn't pay you? Who's Who? that? that? You saying the anti-flag guys didn't pay you? Uh, I think they, they did, but it didn't. It, it it wasn't much. Oh yeah, it was kind of. Uh, as far whole... as I know, the answer is no. But I, uh, again, Dan was. I want to say there was something like early on. We got on, statements but... from them. I know we got statements from them, but as from what I remember, but they also claimed they never recouped their costs for what they paid for the record. Oh, and yeah. again, that's that's something that I don't think any of us ever actually looked into. Yeah, so, that's the thing. So, so well, I can't how, say. How do you look into that? I can't say if I can't say if that's true or not. I can't say. I, I won't talk bad about them because I don't know the specifics behind that. No, I, I, I mean, and I like him as people. I'm not going to say that. I right. I like the guys, and, with, you know. The only one I would go after would be Zach on this. Exactly. Interview. Exactly. Like, everybody else um, is cool. Like, I think, like, you know, right. whether you've made mistakes or not, it's, like, not really that important to me. It's just, like, when your right. character just sucks oh, like yeah. that. Exactly. Well, Zach obviously doing it on okay. purpose, you know. I don't give a shit. Zach was a scumbag. As far as the other people go, you know, every, well, everyone else pretty much treated us pretty well, I think. So. Yeah, I, that's that's my point with all this. I forgot about the Asian man thing. I forgot that record came out on that label. Like, for some yeah. reason, I thought we put that one out ourselves. Nope. <laughs> no. You know why <laughs> you're thinking that? I know why there you're you thinking go. that too, Pete, because when we recorded that, we were right at the end of the band and we weren't really playing much and we recorded the stuff that we had left over. And then we right. took the copyright split and the seven inches and then made a release out of it. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's, I think, is that the one we put out ourselves? Was once we put all yeah. that stuff together? No, yeah. it was the copyrights thing that you're right. thinking of. Right. Yeah. Yeah, that that was different. That's why I didn't remember that. Well, shit. I think you yeah. guys covered the main segment of my show, which is uh, <laughs> crime stories. <laughs> Uh, unfortunately, you guys were the like uh, butts of the, the crime, as it were. Uh, I, I, I prefer crime stories where, you know, people are like, yeah, back when I was a dickhead kid being a punk rocker, I pulled, I, I don't know, stole a car or something that I got away with. It oh, I have more of those like stories than you have time for. Oh, shit. Well, that's good. That's good. I'm just glad to I was know born that. and raised in Chicago. Hey, maybe- I lived there my whole life. Oh, yeah. Until, you know, maybe until, until Pete- a couple months ago. Yeah. yeah, get Pete in your band, you know, like have <laughs> something. Yeah. Play we, up, we were, you know, we get were up unable there, play to go to Canada for a long time. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's not good. Canada's a nice place. Um, but yeah, we eventually got that worked out. Thankfully. So don't fuck yeah. around with thick records, but do fuck around with red skin. Yeah, no. um, I would say, uh, too, like, you know, yeah, red, red skin are great. Yeah. We've we've been uh, involved with a few different labels at this no, point. Red Scare is awesome. Yeah, and uh, I think that I think we get the most money from Red Scare. Like 
uh, I don't I don't know that we've been involved with any labels that didn't pay us. There was that one thing. Didn't we do the uh, uh, that birthday split with you guys? You, not not the birthday, the wedding, the wedding the, thing, the wedding. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and that's a little correct. weird that there's some gray area with the, what the guy's doing with that, because uh, I think he's he's repressing it and shit. And I don't know. I, I don't think we're seeing no money from that. So might have to. You know uh, what? If, if I. Uh, if uh, I ever see you, I've got about like 200 of them. <laughs> you can have them. Oh, OK. <laughs> you know, I don't need them. Yeah, yeah. There you go. That's you where know, all your money so went. Many of they're, them. They're sitting yeah, in, I, your money's all sitting in Dan's garage. <laughs> yeah. Oh, we didn't recoup <laughs> yeah. the cost. Why not? I don't know. I said, yeah, well, you know, I'm selling them on the black market, but <laughs> there you go. Sell them on the black market. No, uh, I got so many of those, man. You, you, you know, have at it. Um, but yeah, I, I could remember like uh, Intruder Blue saying, man, we're pretty nice guys, huh? Doing this. I'm like, yeah. I didn't really think about that. You know, you talk about Dan Bappett and the cheats and yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. That's what it was. You know, um, I have kind of a funny story similar to that. You remember, Dan, you remember when Pizzotti lived with me? The singer for Naked Raygun lived with me for a long time. And they had a record called Vanilla Blue. And it was really rare and really hard to find. And the like if you went on the internet, like back then, <laughs> if you went on like eBay, it was going for like 50 bucks. So while I was, you know, he had kind of moved out, but all his stuff was still at my house. And so while I was going through his stuff, I found probably at least 500 copies of that record. <laughs> and I started laughing. I was like, you're going to be kidding me. This is the whole reason this record's worth so much is because no one can get a copy. And I got 500 of them sitting in my attic over here. Yeah, <laughs> I wanted good. to throw them on the Internet, but I did. Yeah, that's a good business plan, huh? Yeah. Well, well, you I brought it up to Pizzotti too. Burying them I, and then, like, you know, let it go up in value. Right. I, I mean, brought it up to Pizzotti and he was like, oh, yeah, I know. I'm like, you know, you got like 500 of those. And he's like, oh, yeah, I know. I go, you know, this is going for like 50 bucks on eBay. He goes, yeah, I know. <laughs> I was like, yeah, well, <laughs> that's the thing. You, you, you see people come to your uh, merch table and they pick up like a few copies of your album. And they get them all signed. And then yeah. you go look on eBay a week later and that shit's selling. For <laughs> there like it is. 50 bucks. And it's like, <laughs> I saw that record for 10 bucks. What the <laughs> hell? Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I feel like, uh, yeah, we should be able to, like, get in that game. Why not? I got the album. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, that's real good, though, guys. Um, I'm glad this uh, that you're back being involved with Red Scare. Uh, because like I said, we, we've been involved with a few uh, labels, but I think like, you know, they all pay us. But except for that uh, wedding, dude, I think he just paid for the recording and that was it or something and gave us a bunch of records. <laughs> uh, but uh, <laughs> yeah, I think Red Scare always pays us the most, like because we got like just because of the way they do things. Toby's like, I know this record's not going to sell that much, so I'm not going to buy too many of them. Therefore, the recoup ain't too much. And then we can actually make some money off of it. And, uh, oh, I see feet in the air. You yeah, my kid's see. climbing over my head right now. Literally climbing <laughs> over your head. That's yeah, wonderful. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's good stuff. Um, you know, I, I, I got to say, Red Scare, I love Toby. Um, when I was in Chicago, he and I would go out for drinks here and there. Um, 
he would come to a oh, lot of yeah. shows for the for the the other band I play in. He's putting out that other band's record, and I I like him. I like working with him, and I've always had a blast with him. I love busting his balls when I see him um, yeah. because he's a good sport about it. So you know he's you could do that. And balls himself, if you like. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. He oh, likes yeah, to bust sure. balls. So oh, yeah. It's it's good he's that very good it's at good it. that he he likes to dish it out, but it's good that he can take it too. So absolutely, okay. you got to. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he's, you know, like uh, he's been around like at this point. Oh, yeah. you know, I don't know how long ago, how far into his uh, career with Red Scare he was when you guys got involved. But like uh, by the time we got involved, he was pretty well known. So we kind of knew what we, no, were, we were one of the first bands on that label, wasn't it? Oh, us, yeah. TBR, uh, I think first I think TBR was before us. Who was before us besides them? I don't know. I don't. I we know were it. one of the first bands he put out. We were yeah. that. I think the the first record he put out by us was 21st Century Power Pop Riot, and that was a what Red Scare yeah. number three or something. I don't even know. Five, um, six, something. Yeah, it was one of the first that records right. he put out. Yeah, yeah, that's crazy. Yep, time flies, man. Hell yeah. <laughs> um, cliche and all, but geez, it just kind of blows my mind still. Hi, Intruder Maniacs. Are you in a band? The answer is, of course you are. Everybody's in a fucking band these days. Anyway, if you're in a band, congratulations. I'm making the worst financial decision of your life, aside from taking out college loans or something. Yeah. Now, there is a way to lessen the burden of such a financial decision. It's called merchandising. And Stupid Rap Merch Company is all ready to meet your merchandising needs. You want uh, some t-shirts? You want a tight deadline you need them printed on? And because you booked a tour less than a month out and uh, didn't get canceled like everybody else's tours did. Uh, How about a bunch of weird random trinkets like keychains, uh, medallions, and what about koozies? You know, like everybody likes koozies. Koozies are great because they keep your drink cold and your hand warm or vice versa depending on what you're drinking. Stupid Red Merch Company can get all these made for you. Stupid Red Merch Company is an in-house artist who can help you with your designs and stuff. They're still a small enough company that uh, they pay special attention to you and your special needs. Because, you know, everybody's got special needs. Like, uh, you know, you probably mostly. And uh, they even got a web store. That's where the real magic is. You go on tour and you sell your stuff. But chances are you're going to have some left over. Or some fans are going to feel like left out because they didn't have enough money to buy something at your show. So they go on a stuperedmerch.com and find stuff from your band on there. They'll take care of all your production and shipping fulfillment needs. So go ahead, go on a Stuperred Merch Company web store right now and uh, check out all the tight bands that are already on there. They got a bunch of them, like got uh, the Bomb Pops and like the Bad Cop, Bad Cop and stuff. It's all good. Uh, yeah. Uh, all sorts of cool swag. And uh, right now... Right now, if you go on there and you, at checkout, you use the code PRISON, you can get 15% off all of the uh, Stupid Red merch branded apparel uh, at stupidredmerch.com. Go check it out. Stupidredmerch.com Guitar players, I bet you thought you were shit out of luck when it comes to finding your dream guitar amp. You know, you go on some auction site or something and it's all crap. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's because, you know, you got to look in the right place. And the right place is Yeah Man's Vintage and Used Guitars. They got exactly what you're looking for. Now, I know what you're thinking. Aren't they located in, like, Switzerland or something? Yeah, man, they are. Burn Switzerland, to be exact. But, you know, you can, um, 
get on the internet and you can go check out the website yeahmansguitars.com and uh, you can order stuff on there. So, uh, you know, it don't really matter where the heck you are in the world. You can just get on their website and uh, find all sorts of cool stuff that you're looking for. And you might not even know that you wanted it until you see it on there. And there's a lot of good stuff. Uh, if you got something specific you're looking for and need some help finding it, just hit up Yeah Man Guitars on the electronic mail. That's the email. It's like 21st century and you got email and websites. It's like amazing. Some people would call it magic. Some people would call it science. I just call it, I don't know, crazy shit. Uh, yeahmansguitars at gmail.com. As far as email goes, it's where you email them. And while you're at it, get your band a tour in Europe and stop by the shop. Michael and the rest of the crew would love to meet you, I'm sure. And you could tell them Green sent you. Yeah, man's vintage and used guitars. Gordon. Uh, yeah, the thing is, I don't know how to do it any other way. I'm like, I could send a, uh, you know, invite. But I'm not sure how to do that. Like, I'm pretty sure I could send it <laughs> to like uh, maybe both of you on Facebook or something. But I don't know. <laughs> like. You know, if you guys are looking at Facebook or stuff like that, I just got not on Facebook anymore anyway. So. Yeah, that's that's the thing. Like oh, sometimes you can't just can't get a hold of people. Right. So, uh, yeah. Original link. How are you cooking those hot dogs, by the way, Pete? Well, I would love to grill them, but I'm too lazy to do that. So I'm boiling them. Oh, boiling them on up. Hey, that's not bad. Yep. You know, people uh, think like, oh, don't boil meat. But I'm like, it's a fucking hot dog. It's good Who stuff. Cares? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I believe they're Nathan's hot dogs, which is from what? New, New York, New Jersey. One of those. They're the ones who sponsor the uh, hot dog eating contest every year. Oh, at, I think at Coney Island. The one that the Asian guy always wins. Yes. <laughs> the skinny dude. I think yeah. he dropped out, though. Yeah. I don't think he does it anymore. I know. Oh, yeah. Probably shouldn't, because I feel like you do that. He's really too good long at it. It's not going to be good. Yeah. Wait, yeah, no, really he was. I, that guy's got some mad skills, man. He can. Oh, yeah. like Gobble down those hot dogs like he's a badass with the with the hot dog eating. Well, the he weird is. thing is, like, he's the one skinny guy. And you yeah. would think you would think like I get it because he can like push him in there and he's got a great metabolism or whatever. But like you, all these other dudes are like huge. And then you would think that's how that always goes. Though, guys dude. like that. That's though. how that always goes. I remember growing up, growing up, all those little skinny dudes, they could they could just eat and eat and eat. And, you know, but it seems like he's, you know, the normal guys, we'd have like one or two of something and we were done. Right, right. I get that. But it, you would just think there would be like more people like that in the tournament, you know, in general, like. Once once well, there was that out, one really big guy, I remember that one really big guy, but he always got his ass kicked by that little skinny guy. Well, that's my point. Yeah, funny. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Something's wrong with this picture. Yeah. What is the little <laughs> dude like? How did he figure out how to eat all those damn hot dogs, man? Doesn't he yeah, do something weird, weird beforehand? Like, does he drink like eight gallons of water or something beforehand? And then he's like, it, uh, supposedly, from what I heard, he, they drink a bunch of water beforehand and it expands their stomach. Oh, and yeah. Then it, that. that enables them to be able to eat a whole bunch. I don't know if that's true or not, though. I never really looked into it. Yeah, he's, he's on to something, though, man. It could also be a thing where he's like really not even that skinny. He's just like he's next to all those big, 
dudes who just like eat. Yeah, he's like normal size, like average size. Yeah, he's <laughs> actually kind of chubby, but you know, like he, next he's he's huge next guys. huge guys. And by comparison, he's like a skinny little twig. Yeah, <laughs> maybe not even eating them. You know, it's like magic, some kind of like you know, you know, magician. Well, maybe he's cheating. Yeah, yeah. He's, magic. he's probably cheating. Like gathering. Yeah. Yeah, he's some uh, water elementals into his stomach. To, uh, <laughs> I don't know how that works. It's a game. Yeah. I've seen it online. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I still got my Siobhan dragon. All right. Um, but anyway, I wanted to get back into uh, talking about band stuff, although food is very uh, interesting to me, especially hot dogs. Hot dogs are delicious. Uh, I love know, hot dogs. Being from Chicago and all. That's right. Oh, so you probably... Are, are you like religious about putting uh, ketchup on there? Like I don't put ketchup on my hot dogs. Traditional right, right, Chicago right. style. No ketchup. Yeah, yeah. I don't I ever put it. ketchup on my hot dogs. I get it. I'm the same way with bratwurst. I think that's because, <laughs> you know, like Mass and Trudeau, we hang out in the Wisconsin area a lot and uh, right. hiding out in the woods there like Al Capone. <laughs> shit. Uh, but, uh, you know, uh, for, for yeah, me, it's, it's more about bratwurst, not putting ketchup on it. That's when people. Put yeah, I mean, I can't Jesus, who would put ketchup on a bratwurst? It's disgusting. Oh, uh, Germans, <laughs> actually. Oof, really? Fucked up. Yeah. Oh, my God. Think, like they would know what not to put on a bratwurst because they the Germans and the them. Polish are the reason that we don't put ketchup on our hot dogs from right? all the German and Polish immigrants in Chicago. Right? Well, I mean, that was 100 years ago, though. So that's, things have that's changed. Things change. <laughs> you know, uh, I think. The How about communism the- thing in the East here yeah. kind of uh, they didn't they have weren't allowed good, ketchup. Yeah, no, they yeah. were only allowed ketchup. Actually, oh, what, is that what it was? Yeah, that's I the think thing. It's worth mentioning, though, is that ketchup is a pretty crappy condiment, man. Like, it's just like, what's was it? I don't know. I, I I'm think not like, crazy about it. Like, eat. It's like, you know, what do you even use it? Ketchup on anything. Yep. I mean, <laughs> I hear my- what you're saying. But uh, I love ketchup because, you know, it's like. Simple, there's lots of things I eat. <laughs> yeah, it's very simple. There's lots of things I eat and drink that are very crappy, but I love them. You know? <laughs> True. So I, I, yeah, that's I, a good point. <laughs> I agree. I, I don't disagree with you, but at the same time, I'm like, yeah, but I like it. Right. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, it might not be good, but I like it anyway. Yeah. At the same right. time, I don't put them on bratwurst. Uh, no, that sounds disgusting. I do. I do. I mean, I, I, I don't want to get into an argument here, but I, I'm going to explain why I put them on hot dogs because, well, a, I'm not from Chicago, but B, uh, I heard a really good. I don't know. I think uh, it was on some sitcom or something. And uh, the guy was like, yeah, they, they charge you for the hot dog, but the condiments are free. And he was like loading it up with all these onions and sauerkraut and stuff. And I'm like, mm-hmm. yeah, you know, when you're on the road and you go to a fucking you get those roller dogs that are fucking delicious out of the, uh, you know, the gas truck thing. stop. Yeah, you got to do what you got to do. And you need a, no make a whole meal out of that dollar fifty hot dog. <laughs> so you got to load it up with yeah. whatever they got. Yeah, and sometimes uh, they don't got a whole lot, but they got ketchup. So uh, there's your tomatoes for the day. <laughs> yeah, I'm a fan of uh, I like onions, especially yeah. grilled onions. Oh, yeah. 
of course, mustard. I loaded up with mustard. Hell yeah. You know, Chicago, Chicago style is uh, they what, put ketchup? like everything on no, there. No ketchup. Ketchup. Like right. everything. Uh, mustard, relish, um, uh, onions. I think that's about. Oh, and that celery salt. Yeah, that's that's oh, a yeah. true Chicago style hot dog. That yeah, that's not that's something you don't find like. No, not everywhere. Chicago, really, like mm-hmm. maybe at a bar they'll have it, but like not at not at most uh, hot dog shops. Uh-uh. Yeah. Well, nope. I don't want to keep you guys. Too I think long, the first time I ever. Yeah. The first time I ever uh, got together with Dan to learn songs, he was living on Belmont over there. And uh, I got to his apartment and I was like, hey, dude, I'm starving. Is there like a hot dog stand nearby or something? Yeah. <laughs> uh, and he started laughing. Yeah. I don't he's know like a hot dog. He's like, I haven't had a hot dog in ages. I know. <laughs> and funny, it, it, that was like probably close to 30 years ago. And I remember that. Yeah, that was like 92 or 93, something like that. It was. It was. <laughs> so stupid that I remember it too, but I do. <laughs> yeah, right? It's the strangest thing to remember. It is. Good. No, that, that, that happens <laughs> though. I'll never forget when I, uh, you know, those little weird things. Uh, the first time uh, we met this band, do you guys ever hear the band I Farm? Yeah, we played uh, with them, I think. Oh, yeah. At Beat Kitchen oh, once. Could be. We played with them, Dan. Bunch of New York dudes. Yeah, we played with them at Beat Kitchen once. The bass okay. player actually ended up being the uh, videographer for Barack Obama. Like, wow. Basically, <laughs> wow. That's crazy. Anytime you saw, anytime you saw, like, you know, like campaign stuff or like whatever it was him and it was like oh yeah i know that guy i'll run and now he's doing other, other stuff for uh you know political video stuff but uh the first time we like met those guys we went out to new york to record with them and uh yeah i need to go get some cash or like find somebody who had some cash you know <laughs> uh and uh I, I was like uh you know uh I was used to seeing these ATMs around that were called time machines and they were called time is money. And it was spelled like T Y M E or something like that. I don't know what what's with the spelling, but they did. They wanted to be weird and stand out, I guess. Uh, and uh, so I asked the guy like when we were there, I was like, hey, is there a time machine nearby? And he kind of looked at me like. Uh, and he, and he, was, he thought about it for a second and then he was like, oh, I assume you mean like uh, some kind of, uh, you know, automatic cash withdrawal uh, machine. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, <laughs> what did you think I meant? <laughs> I, I didn't even think about it until like after he got weird. And then I was like, oh, yeah, that's a pretty weird thing to say to somebody. Time mach- I wish there was a time machine nearby. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We go back to the good old days. Oh, yeah. uh, Ten years ago or something. I don't know. (laughs) It wasn't that long ago. It wasn't that long ago. But the 90s were pretty cool as far as punk rock goes, I guess. Yeah, a lot of good bands there. I mean, you guys had to be jamming back then. Yeah, it's so it's strange. It's just like it it feels like in some ways, like a long time ago and in other ways, just like God, that just was like felt like the other day. It's so weird. Yeah, it's so weird getting older, man. I can't, I, I can't wrap my head around times. And what if we live to be a hundred? You're only halfway. 
Well, my grandfather would be 105. So we'll see. That's right. You live? Yeah. Five. Yeah. I don't know if Pete's kids could stay alive. <laughs> he's he's over here choking. Uh, I think he's gonna be all right. All right. I I told him already. If you're <laughs> like, I like how casual broken, you are about it. Yeah, right. <laughs> I like how casual right. you are about it. You're like, I think he's gonna be okay. We'll see what there happens. You you're all right. <sighs> they they already know if you ain't bleeding and and you can still move it. We ain't going to the hospital. Oh, you can't. <laughs> Over oh, here. Man. You got protests, man. Over here, they're like, oh, yeah, oh. he's he's fussing. Whatever. They're like, oh, I have a sneeze. I better go to the doctor and not go to work. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, well, yeah, I mean, if I didn't have to go to work and I'd still get paid for it, I, I, I'd do the same. That's the thing. <laughs> That's what they do here. It's fucking crazy. <laughs> I don't. I ain't mad at him at all for that. Yeah, <laughs> I like that part in Caddyshack where he goes, "Oh, my arm, it's broken." Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh well. Ah, uh, if you guys got anything band related that you need to put out into the world, now will be the time to do it because otherwise, uh, I know we already kind of covered a crime story, but I would love to ask you about another crime story if any of you guys got one a crime story i don't I, hope I have one I, you're gonna have to ask pete about that um, he said he a got a bunch stories. but i don't know what he to actually talk about i mean and my kids are here so uh um but yeah i've uh i, I grew up in chicago man and uh we, all kinds of crazy things happened growing yeah, up most better plead the fifth on this man yeah most of the people I grew up with are either dead or in prison. So, yeah, you don't want to incriminate yourself, man. Yeah, exactly. Or dead in prison, yeah. maybe. Or, or that. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. So, uh, yeah, I don't want to incriminate myself here at all. And, uh, you know, the job I have now does regular background checks. So I uh, oh, snap. probably should yeah. <laughs> probably should just plead the fifth on all of this. Yeah, well, I got you guys on the on the record label uh, thing. So uh, that I think counts as a crime story. <laughs> cool. Absolutely. Yeah. All down. I guess if if there's anything band related, I mean, we're playing the fest. Um, oh, hell yeah, that's right. And so, uh, you know, my other band, uh, Dan Bappin and Cheats, will also be playing the same uh, same day. Um, so, yeah, come out to that. Oh. I don't know. What else? We've talked about other things, but nothing set in stone yet. So we're just trying to figure out other things. And like I said, man, you know, early on in the podcast, just kind of taking it as it comes. We'll, 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 we'll see. I mean, we haven't been in a band in a long time, but we're definitely having yeah. a lot of fun playing these songs again. Absolutely. Well, I am uh, stoked that you guys are, yeah, are doing stuff again. And uh, fuck, I don't think I'm going to make the fest because of reasons. But uh, hopefully uh, we'll see you guys soon. And I'll definitely uh, yeah, stop pumping those tunes Good. again. Say hello to yeah. the rest of the gang for me. Been a long time. Will do. I, whenever I see him, I fucking never see those guys. They're still back yeah. in America. And uh, I don't know. Yellows. Maybe he's still in prison. Maybe he broke out and we don't even know. I, I have no idea <laughs> right. at this point. Yeah. And that's it for the Intruder Green Podcast. You can hit me up on all the socials at Intruder Green or to go to IntruderGreen.com for all sorts of cool stuff 
The Intruder Green calling line is plus 1608, 5359608. Patreon.com slash Intruder Green if you want to become a producer of the podcast. The Intruder Green podcast is produced by Colin Bennett, management Uncle Crema, hair and makeup by Genevieve Smith, set design by Dylan Rayma, catering Matthew Hendershot, lighting sleep lights, Rahway, New Jersey. Our theme song is Particles by Pipe Rose. Hey, how'd everybody get in my room? Whoop.